Henry Longhurst here, the poor for 16th hole. The daunting task that the players must avoid the trouble to the left. The pond, that luminous pond that just seems to swallow any alligator and destroy the players' fates. That looms to the right side and with that crossing zephyr seems to just diminish the players' hopes in that rippling rap that occurs for an errant tee shot. <laughs> so welcome to the Big Golf Show. Yeah, welcome to the Big Golf Show. We're going to use that. Yep. Um, yeah, you remind me of Frank Trichinian. I did one of those things one time. You know, we used to do hole openings at CBS. Frank was the one who loved hole openings. And so at, a, at Hilton Head, we would show up at Hilton Head on Saturday morning and we were all kind of giddy because the Masters the week before was kind of a high-stress week. Sure. You get down to Hilton Head and it's time to get underneath the oak tree and listen to Greg do his little thing on the guitar and have a glass of wine, a beer, kick back. So Saturday morning we were all a little hungover and we get up there in the tower and Frank says, All right, boys. Gonna do a little hole opening here. Clamp it. Seventeenth hole. Keep it short. Go ahead. <laughs> so I, I start out and I go. Je m'appelle François Dupré. Aujourd'hui, je serai sur le 17 Ça mesure 170 yards. Avec le drapeau sur le derrière, les pros aura joué avec un fer 7 aujourd'hui. Le vent, ça coûte sur le gauche. Big pause, big pause, and all of a sudden Frank's booming voice comes through and he says, All right, you asshole, I'm going to show you something, I'm putting that on the air. I said, You will not, Frank. He says, You watch me. And sure enough, he put it on the air. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's use great. That. Well, that's Bobby Clampett. That's Bobby He's a special guest today. <laughs> <laughs> we might keep that. We might have to keep that. Yeah, that's a great. Can we keep that, Bobby? You can do whatever you want. I don't okay. care. Awesome. After all these years of broadcasting, I have nothing to hold. Back. <laughs> well, kick it off. Nick. I'm kick I'm Nick off, Andreco. Nick. This is uh, Eric Arbe, and obviously I knew you, that you you heard Bobby because <laughs> I've known you guys for a while. Yes, you have. Oh, you have an audience that you're talking we to. Do. We're, we're, we're well, we hope. We People hope actually listen to your show? We, we don't know that yet, but we're, <laughs> we, we, we're collecting data on that. Tens, tens of people Both listen of to them. this show. Yeah. <laughs> your moms? Our wives. Our wives moms. listen. Your so wives and, and my your mom moms. will definitely listen. Four people. Yeah. 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 Four people. Hey, that sounds like a guarantee. Sounds like my gallery on the Champions Tour. You're playing full-time this year, though. <laughs> I'm playing full-time, but yeah. nobody ever comes out to watch. We'll come out. You guys have never come out we to watch. I only played 20 tournaments last year. How many events did you guys show up to? Huh? You're supposed to be my friends. Do you play, are you playing, were you at Rock Barn, North of Charlotte? Oh, that's right. You're a bunch of computer nerds. You just sit in back in the back room and work on the computers. I saw, I saw you, you probably watched me virtually, didn't you? I saw you hold, actually. With I your did. iPhone. I'm iPad. Streamed it live with your hidden camera out of outer space on a new web platform that only you created. I know how you get a bunch of computer guru and 
hey, I, think. We, we, I saw you on my iPad. <laughs> I knew it. Hole out. Yeah. What was that? Where was that? Remind everyone. Uh, it was a two-inch putt. For, no, for though, a triple though, bogey. You hit like it wasn't like a six iron from whatever you, you oh. slammed on. Oh no, you you know that story that that happened this year or last year at Legends in Savannah, Georgia. Kind of a weird oh, twist course. of events. And I, and I look back at that day as probably the most fun I've had on the Champions Tour in the last three years since I joined. And I'm p- playing with two of my very closest friends. I'm paired with uh, Bernhard Langer and Tom Lehman, who yeah. are. A team, and I got in the tournament because Tom Watson uh, injured himself mowing the lawn. <laughs> Ooh, that's tough. I mean, mowing the lawn's tough. Mowing the lawn's tough. And so Andy North needed a partner, and I had had a couple top tens two previous weeks, and vaulted up into a third alternate position to get in because, of course, you know those of us who've done nothing in tournament golf aren't allowed to play in the Legends of Golf. But if we happen to be playing well, then they put you on an alternate list. So I get in as an alternate list, and the only problem was I had a commitment to broadcast the tournament with CBS. So I call up my faithful producer, Lance Barrow, and said, Lance, what would you do? He says, go play. I said, thank you, Lance. So I decided to play, and it's the only event that CBS broadcasts on the Champions Tour. So we're, Andy and I have a pretty good first day. Second day, I just have the day of my life. I've made nine or ten birdies in the first 17 holes. It's just one of those days where I'm hitting it really good, putting it really good. Everything's going great. Andy's having a fun time. We're close to the lead in the tournament. We're right up there with Bernhard and Tom. Bernhard's playing a, having a great day that day as well. And it's just a birdie barrage. And we get to the last hole. The cameras are rolling. It's CBS. I should have been in the booth, but Kurt Byram's up there taking my place. And I got 191 yards, and I take a four hybrid out. I was between a four hybrid and a five iron. I'm trying to hit a high cut, ride the wind. And I hit a little too solidly, but it's going right at the hole. And you can't see the flag stick. Uh, You can't see the hole. You can see the flag stick from the fairway. And all of a sudden you hear this as the ball's in the air and heading right for the pin. You hear this whack. The ball hits the flag stick. And you hear kind of a polite little couple people up there in the gallery clapping. Nobody knows where the ball is. And so Andy kind of looks at me and says, hell of a shot, partner. Yeah, so I have no idea where it is, you know, might not even be in bounds after the way how hard it hit that flag stick. And so my caddy hands me the putter and we start walking up to the green. And as we get up to the green, I'm looking around for the ball. I see Tom's ball. I see Bernhard's ball. Where's my ball? And I looked to the gallery and I said, Where's the other one? I said, It's in the hole. I said, Really? And I look in there and sure enough, it flew right in the hole. Live on national television with CBS, the last hole, what are the chances to slam dunk it? Is that the only one you hold out last year? I, I uh, thought there the was year one. before, I hold one out in, in um, I thought you Minneapolis. Called, and did you call that one in the yeah. air? Yeah. Okay, that's the one you called in the that's air. That's the one I called in the air. Okay, that's the one I, I saw I told live. Cliff, my caddy, yeah. as it's in the air, I said, Cliff, that's the absolute shot I was trying to hit. That's the exact shot I was trying to hit. And then I said, go in. And it went, <laughs> kind of weird. 
Golf's a crazy game, isn't it? <laughs> Stupid game. Well, well, Bobby, so for any of our listeners out there that might not know who Bobby Clampett is. The four, the four of them. The four My of mother them. and yes. yeah, they, wife do. They, they might. Yeah. Um, the what? only ones that ever come out in the gallery. <laughs> what's, what's you the, have bigger galleries than that. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, what's, a, what's a quick little bio of Bobby Clampett? Quick bio? Quick bio. You can make it a long bio if you like. My dad was a two-time national air race champion in the pylon division. Yeah. That was that's an interesting yeah, that's fact. Cool. That's where I got my love flying from. Hmm. Yeah. Are you a, you a pilot? I'm a pilot. I mean, Over like five thousand hours. I, I know oh, you did yeah. planes, but I didn't know you were actual. Yeah. Like, no, I've flown for twenty-seven years now. Wow. I love it. That's cool. That's. I've taken three lessons. That's, I'm trying. You got a you know, long way to go. I, I do. I've got like three hours. I need <laughs> a few more. Yeah. So, but Bob, when you uh, when did you get on tour? How did you get on tour? How did I get on tour? Well, that's kind of on a fast track. That's kind of the story of my life. Been on a fast track. Got out of high school in three years. 17, went to BYU on a golf scholarship. First team All-American my freshman year, college player of the year my next two years. Decided to turn pro because I had great opportunities to to do that. Actually couldn't afford to stay in college, if you want to know the truth. And tired of being a poor, poor kid. And uh, decided to try to get on tour. Quickly did get on tour and uh, finished 14th, my first full year on tour, and 17th on the money list my next year on tour. And things were going pretty well. But I felt like I still had some improvement to, to do. So I made one critical decision. Decided to break away from Ben Doyle who I'd been taking lessons from for quite some time and decided to go get some help from so-called gurus of the teaching world. And the first thing they wanted to do was change my swing, change my style of swing. And uh, worked with one of them, quickly became about a three or four handicap, (laughs) which isn't good if you want to be a turning point. No. Worked with another one, and that didn't work very well. Worked with another one, that didn't work very well. And you know, never cracked the top 80 ever again on the PGA Tour. Which led to a broadcasting career. Well, you won in 82, right? Yeah, before I did. This is before the, you did all before this. Before I did all the changes, yeah. Yeah, that was, was my second full year on tour. So, but you've taken that now, kind of that life experience... You transition that into yeah. impact part, zone. Part of my journey. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and as I'm in broadcasting, studying the best players of the game and having played with the best players of the game and having worked with the so called best teachers of the game, I had a daunting revelation one day. As I was watching, CBS invented the Biz Hub Swing Vision camera, mm-hmm. which got an Emmy Award in 2005, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I was, I like to hang out with the guys at CBS, uh, Charlie Charlie and Moxie Mike and John and Moxie Truck. And we would hang out sometimes after the show, before the show. I love to watch Swing Vision shots of the best players of the game. And in this, I came across a kind of a startling revelation for me in studying them. I realized that the swing styles of the best players of the game vary greatly. I mean, 
You know, you've always had mm-hmm. the throughout the history you've had a long history of different swing styles it's almost kind of the swing of the year or the swing of the month and whatever instructor's hot that's the style of swing that people want to teach yeah that's what's good right now but then when you look at the best players of the game the variety of swing styles is humongous some of which like Trevino and Palmer and Nicholas and you look at today's Bubba Watsons and Rory Sabatini and it just goes on and on. Ricky Fowler and Corey Pavin, Johnny Miller. You just go on. Nobody's teaching those golf swings. But I came to the realization that what they created at Impact, according to the Biz Hub, because you could see it very, very clearly. Super slow-mo. Super slow-mo. Was virtually the same. Yet when people go take a lesson, the only thing an instructor wants to do is change their style of swing. And, in fact, Impact isn't even discussed, brought up, talked about as any kind of a necessary element in the instruction world. And I started thinking, you know, I think there's a lot more to impact than what is kind of currently going on. So I continued to kind of research a little more about what was going on in impact, and that resulted in the the book The Impact Zone. Were you playing a whole lot when you were kind of doing that research no, at that time? I wasn't playing much at all, but I, I was practicing a little bit, and I was mm-hmm. coaching my son and his high school team and started to apply some of the principles that I learned. And it kind of hit me one day that the five dynamics were needed to how to create impact like the best players of the game. And it really didn't matter what your swing style was. It was a matter of these five dynamics. You create that, you're going to be a great player. And that's how I taught the kids. And they had a wide variety of swing styles, and I could have cared less about their swing style. I just wanted them to create better impact. And the team had some pretty good success. And the kids really enjoyed playing. And a couple of my girl students ended up playing college golf. My son played college golf for a year. And it was kind of fun. Now, before that, though, you you were, I know, a golfing machine guy. Yeah, definitely. Is that... I was known as the golfing machine's poster boy. Is that a? Uh, I, I grew up being a, a golfing machine guy, and um, that's how I learned through junior ranks. And how how does that relate with Impact Zone? Well, that, you tie in a lot of those elements, or absolutely. You know, a lot of people consider the Impact Zone to be golfing machine for dummies. <laughs> okay, and that is a tough book. Yeah, uh, the golfing machine, and I knew Homer Kelly. And talked to him, and of course was taught by Ben Doyle, who was the first authorized instructor of the golfing machine, who spent years with Homer Kelly, the author. And to me, in all my study growing up with the book and Ben and everything else, what really came to be meaningful to me about the golfing machine is it was not a how-to book. It was a what's-available book. As long as you have certain requirements that must be met to, to be physically correct at impact. And it's really the physics of impact that matter, not the 24 components and 15 variations of each component and trillions of different combinations of golf swings that are available according to the golfing machine. Yet... So many of the instructors, all they're talking about is what variations of each component is best. They're talking about swing styles. 
And that wasn't the essence of the golfing machine. The essence of the golfing machine is impact. So, I mean, what are you doing with Impact Zone? Tell those guys that haven't heard about Impact Zone yet or wondering about it, what because you're doing a pretty a pretty nice little program there. You have some... some well, Nick, I had no idea that this was going to happen. I really didn't. After the book came out, several instructors called me, wrote to me. Several students who read the book said they had transformational things that happened as a result of uh, reading the Impact Zone and Suddenly their games improved measurably and teachers were saying, you know, I'm applying some of the things in my teaching. It's really helping out. You're Sandro, different things. And I said, great. They said, do you offer certification? And I said, no. And they said, well, we would really like to see you, you do that. And before long, we started offering certification and it just kind of grew organically because people wanted to know more about what... Uh, really what it is, how to create impact, and how to teach it. And as we continued to grow, we created more certification programs. We now have two. We have a, and they're both home studies. So we have a... Like do it all on their, on their own. All do it on their own. Because I'm playing the tour full-time. I don't have time to go out and, yeah. and run 50 seminars a year and yeah. recruit instructors. I, I do this for them. This is available to them. I don't, I'm not their competition. I'm their, their partner. Uh, I, don't get, I don't have a planner. I don't give lessons. Uh, I help instructors teach better and help them understand what impact-based teaching is and how it can help other people. And what's really been fun is to see the reaction. We now have over 100 certified instructors, nice. many of which are in the PGA, many of which are master PGA professionals. Uh, we've created some alliances. We've done two national trainings with First Tee, and now with Nike and, and on their long-term research team as a result of what, how much they like the impact zone. I'm sure that's fun. And Yeah. Um, and it just continues to, to explode. We now have the new DVD project that just came out. That's the four DVD series we plan planning already more and these are series that uh, our instructors can then take to their students and becomes a, a business opportunity for them to to make some money and and to improve the game so we're continuing to grow and produce programs and we have a west coast and an east coast winter series master series golf schools now and we're still be doing academies and and we just launched our online advanced training which is 44 mm -hmm. modules that you guys have helped us out with <laughs> putting together and so now impact zone is something that can go to the world of golf instruction and that people can get trained in impact-based teaching and take it to their students and improve golfers faster than ever before you know about <clears throat> i know that you're you're highly involved with the pga you're you're now a certified instructor. Correct. On your way to master. Correct. Professional status. And you told us earlier you're the, you're the first A3 master professional. In the history of the in PGA. In the history of the PGA. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's something that, you know, and it's sad because uh, I don't know why I'm the first one. I shouldn't be the first one. Because we're all in this together. We're all in this. We should be in this together to grow the game. The, the PGA cares about growing the game. I care about growing the game. 
I hear the National Golf Foundation's report that we're nine straight years of declining golfers. Mm -hmm. Last year we lost a half a million golfers. And in the top three reasons why we lost golfers is they take lessons and don't get any better. Absolutely tragic. And the reason why they don't get any better, quite frankly, is because we're teaching style-based teaching. Over 99% of the instructors teach style-based teaching. And it's killing the game. It's killing the sport. And I feel that it's something I need to do. It's, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a mission to eradicate style-based teaching and replace it with impact-based teaching because that's what helps golfers. And that's what's going to help grow the game. Like that, we had another PGA professional in here earlier, Carl Alexander, up in New York, who was just pretty much saying the exact same thing that he doesn't care as students, you know, what their swing looks like as long as impact, you know, well, is you know where what, it needs to be. You know what's happened, and I get asked this a lot, uh, especially you know now that we have over a hundred instructors and, and things are appearing. The book's been out almost six years. Uh, the study that we did on the swing bottom, which nobody ever talked about the swing bottom before the impact zone was, was written, and our whole study about the four-inch in front swing bottom and what happens for every inch you're behind that and how it equates to four strokes around on your handicap and that whole thing. And, and the whole talk about impact being important and style not. Uh, I get asked this a lot that they, they know that this is where it came from mm -hmm. and it's what kind of really mm -hmm. precipitated the movement. And does it bother you that you're not sometimes getting the credit that you should for that? And, and I, I, I thought about it for a while because at one point I was really reluctant to giving away all my so-called secrets. Mm -hmm. or, uh, sure. This is my life story. This is my life history. This is what I've invested my life in and, and concluded. And do I want to give it, give it all away? And I, I thought, after a while, I thought, you know, this, this uh, more, more pros are talking about impact than ever before. Uh, and it's starting to turn the tide away from style-based teaching. Um, and what's really going to turn this tide away is for them to truly get trained and understand impact-based teaching. They can get little glimpses of it. They can get our Golf Digest article mm -hmm. and use the sand drill and, and you know, say they know how to teach it, but until they really get trained in what we do and understand how to prioritize golfers and, and use actual uh, examples of students and how to how to create a strategy of teaching it mm -hmm. uh, it's not going to be the same was it was it the 2011 um, teaching and coaching summit that you presented at mm -hmm. what kind of what kind of feedback did you get from the uh, the PGA professionals that were that were watching you present there about about the impact I, zone? I was blown away yeah um, I've never done a presentation like that before. I don't think a tour player, a, a, a regular tour player who was on tour had ever presented before at the Learning Summit. Mm -hmm. And at the end of that, we did breakout sessions. And I was, you know, I'm doing breakout sessions with the other you know, top teachers, Teacher of the Year, all these other gurus in the teaching world. And I was told, you know, just go over there and wait, and maybe some people will show up, and and you can talk to them in breakout sessions, do some things, answer questions, that type of thing. So I went over there afterward. I'll be doggone if not 100% of the audience <laughs> yeah. came over to me. 100%.
the entire 500 instructors all came wow. over to me. They wanted more. <laughs> and that was pretty inspiring to me, but said, I think we're on to something here. Uh-huh. Um, and that's encouraged me to continue the movement of what we're doing and, and grow and invest. And unfortunately, I, I've made a million dollars in prize money in the last two and a half years playing golf and been able to subsidize the impact zone <laughs> which costs a lot of money to put all this together and uh, essentially that's where what we've done with it and but the whole purpose is is a bigger vision a yeah, bigger goal sure. and, and if it improves the game and makes teaching better that's going to be a very rewarding thing for me um bobby at, at uh, you do a lot of stuff at nike mm-hmm. um are you into TrackMan or flight scope or oh. Yeah. Which one do you, do you use both of them or give? I'm more familiar with TrackMan. Um, I've, I've found, uh, I haven't used FlightScope very much. I've found TrackMan to be more accurate in, in the times I've been with it. I haven't seen FlightScope for a while. I've heard they've made some improvements as well. Um, I mean, how is that changing the game as opposed to video well, and stuff like it's that? Like, you know, Sean Foley and I got in a, in a discussion at the PGA this year about that and he was telling me, Sean gives a lot of lessons, obviously. And we, we got talking about TrackMan. He said that he's gotten to the point where he can get his students to just send them TrackMan data and can give wow. lessons just what? based on the TrackMan data. Wow. That's knowing your student. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's really true because what Sean is saying is TrackMan gives you some good impact data, mm-hmm. really good impact data. And it's letting you know what the student is achieving an impact that's so valuable. There's still some things that I would like TrackMan or I'd like, there's data that I think is missing that is is something that could be vital uh, to improving. But this is light years ahead of where we were. And with that kind of information, and then we're also going to get, continue to get more accurate information and more understanding of the information. It's a continual process, and it, it is all about impact and what mm-hmm. what is happening at impact. And in our whole teaching philosophy, it's about impact as the starting point and end point of all teaching. So you work back from where a person is at impact, and you work back from that. And any swing alteration, setup alteration, anything you're doing is with the specific purpose to create more dynamic and more consistent impact. Are you using that when you're getting fit for a new set of irons or helping Nike, you know, with some data on club development and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, my role my role is a consult I'm more of a consultant with Nike in in, in their club design work with as a member of their long term research team. And what we do is sit basically behind closed doors and I listen to these absolute incredibly smart people of which I'm not one and listen to uh, some of the things of what they're trying to do and and just try to ask some semi-intelligent questions to them because they're the ones that are figuring this stuff out and I'm amazed at uh, at really I'm really proud of the club that we've produced this year in 2013 the new covert technology Mm. I think it is groundbreaking in the industry we're our, our team, and I wish I could say I was responsible for this. I wasn't, but 
what they were able to accomplish, specifically with the new FlexLoft system, to me is groundbreaking. Because you have five different lofts. Now, everybody in the industry now is, is doing more lofts. But what ours does that nobody else in the industry does is the face stays perfectly square with each loft setting. Mm. There is no change in face angle. Think about yeah, that. Yeah, that's big. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. That's but however, if you do want to change in face angle, there's a separate <clears throat> dial that you can dial that moves the face open or closed. To me, that is, is remarkable technology. Mm -hmm. Not in the next core center, the .830 ring that they've created is another technological advancement that's really, really good. It gives you lots of options then. Lots of mm. options. It's really a one driver mm. fits all. Mm. You can get in there and, and get fit, and it's great for the professional because he can literally just suggest, hey, you only need one driver, now let's go out on the range and let's get it fine-tuned and set Fine right for one. you, and you're, you're right. good to go. Yeah. You know, Bob, every year, you know, when new stuff comes out, you know, PGA professionals, especially ones that are on staff with, whether it's Nike, TaylorMade, Callaway, you know, Titleist, they get set a new, you know, get sent a new set of clubs, drivers, all this. Mm -hmm. um, I want to how often are you switching equipment? And when you do, what, what kind of tips do you, you have for, you know, regular club pros that are, you know, good players, but they don't want to, you know, maybe that set of clubs that they have, you know, how, how do you get that to fit properly? Yeah. I mean, how do you... Well, the first thing the first thing is you've got to be committed to your golf swing before you can truly get fit for a set of golf clubs. Mm -hmm. If you're in transition mm -hmm. in your golf swing, you can't get fit for a set of golf clubs because your what was right yesterday is going to be different mm -hmm. tomorrow. Keep changing like that. And it's one of the things I see with a lot of club professionals is they get caught up in this swing style mentality. And keep looking for tweaking that swing to make, change that style a little bit, mm -hmm. and and it's constantly changing uh, instead of working on impact. Uh, you see that with touring pros a lot more. That they really, especially on the Champions Tour, they work a lot with impact. They they've kind of gotten to that point where they're too old to change anything <laughs> style wise. They're going to stick with what they got and just work on making shots. So it's important to get fit, but it's also important that once you're fit that you're not changing your swing style. Because mm. little adjustments can make quite a bit of difference mm. in your equipment, especially when it gets to the driver. Yeah, that, that's good advice because I know a lot of PGA pros are given a lot of lessons all day. You know, they probably have that temptation to say, well, I need to try this or this and mm -hmm. keep changing their swing around. Yeah, and they that's give tough. a lesson and they tell their student to do something that per a little key in their swing yeah. I think you know maybe I need to work on that right exactly well you know Bob with all the stuff that you are doing because you are doing you're still doing a little TV you're yeah still a dabble. couple of years yeah a dabble. couple of events a year okay with CBS um, how are you balancing the playing broadcasting impact zone how, mm -hmm. how do you balance that to where your game doesn't suffer yeah it, you know? it's a great question Nick and uh, I'll say this that uh, I don't have any magic formulas for that. My wife runs Impact Zone. She does a phenomenal job with it. There's so much going on right now. We've expanded. We've got a great team like you and Eric. We've got uh, you know people in marketing. We've got people now in administrative. We've got uh, uh, design. 
Um, and, and our instructors uh, have come on board and really helped us out in a lot of ways. So we're um, basically, when the show's over, I'm done for a while with Impact Zone. You know, I, uh, I'll do some interviews here and there and talk about it, but I'm getting back to playing. Back in shape now. I've been working out hard. When I have been home, I've probably working ten hours a day on Impact Zone, and then mm. go out to the gym for an hour or two a day, and and practice for an hour, and that's about it. Uh, now it's going to change where I might do an hour or two of Impact Zone <laughs> and get caught up in a few things. And and one of the things I will continue to do is our instructors come on board. I I grade all the exams. I make all the comments nice. to them, and I, I, I think that's a personal responsibility for me to my instructors. They become part of our team, and and I think that's important to to continue that, and I will continue that. I mean, that's nice to know. Basically, you touch every kind of instructor that comes in. You get to see where they're at. Yeah, yeah. give them some feedback. I mean, that's yeah. huge. And the that's exam nice. that I wrote, the the uh, curriculum that I wrote, I can tell. When an instructor sends it in his exam, I can tell where he's not really quite totally clear on certain things or if he's leaning in a particular area. I can mm -hmm. pick up clues and see where he is and share that with him and make suggestions for him. Because my goal is to take all of our team of instructors, and when they come on board as one of our instructors, they are a part of our team. Absolutely. Nice. and and um so you're building that relationship we're building then. that relationship where you know we encourage them if i'm teaching i encourage them to come and be part of it if one of our master instructors is teaching all of our masters encourage the rest of our guys our instructors to to come and listen in and, and get more trained we'll be doing continuing education things and looking for ways to, to get bigger better and more efficient at what we do and with the goal of one day transforming the way golf is taught and learned that nice. impact-based teaching will be the standard of all teaching. That's a pretty nice goal. I mean, that's a, a big goal. It's a big goal. Yeah. yeah. It's a lofty goal. Um, and, and the reason why I say that, and I'm not ashamed to say it and I'm not afraid to say it, is because I know it works. Yeah. And it's not style-based. It's based on absolute fact of contact of the club and the ball. And there's no mystery behind it. It, you know, golf right now is in a bad place, mm -hmm. Te and teaching is confusing golfers like nothing else before. And you go to one teacher and he tells you this is the swing you need. You go to another teacher, he tells you no, you're doing it all wrong. This is the right swing, and the guys are just a basket case. <laughs> They're confused. They hit a shot. They don't know what the cause is because nobody's teaching impact. And then they go watch 20 videos on YouTube that say different yeah. things as well. Yeah, trying to self-medicate. And then the problem with instructors, too, that even they get a little bit of our stuff, they kind of dabble in it and say, oh, you know, I'll take Bobby's sand drill and, 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 and use that. And, and yeah, Bobby's right about impact. That's, that's a good thing to do. But, you know, really, this is the way you got to swing the club. And, mm -hmm. and they kind of start molding what, they think is right and mold it two together and it, it doesn't work it gets it, again it comes out to the consumer it comes out as confusing and conflicting mm -hmm. and the key issue though guys is is we got to be
consistent in the message. The terminology needs to be consistent. It has to be clear. Mm-hmm. The presentation needs to be clear. Because if we don't present it in a clear way, our consumers, our golfers are going to continue to be confused mm-hmm. and led down a path of, of that they don't understand. That's, that's a, a message that we've heard several times yeah, through the people that we've interviewed yeah. that, that yeah. golfers, you know, and it's not anything just teaching, but everything that, that the golfer wants. I mean, it's such a complex sport yeah. that making everything convenient and easy for them, whether it's, whether it's teaching, whether how they learn or it's, you know, we talked with a merchandiser, it's, you know, coming yeah. into the shop, everything's easy, making a tea time, technology helping and not hurting. Right. And it's, it goes along right with what you're saying. It does. And, and there's so much to offer now. And we, yeah. we got into a discussion earlier today with some of the guys about health and wellness and fitness. And mm-hmm. you know, Gary Gray and I have had some, a lot of discussions. And Gary leads the movement at Nike Golf 360 in his, his um, fitness uh, program. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, and Gary's a great mind in the game. And it's going to help the game. But, you know, not every golfer wants a training program. And to have every joint and muscle in his body analyzed to figure out where he can go and get a fitness regimen that's going to improve his body for golf. Right, right. Not every golfer wants to go to that depth and level uh, to determine that. They just want to play. They want to play a little bit. So, yeah, maybe they'll get a mile an hour clubhead speed more (laughs) if they work on a six-month program or whatever... I think, in the big scheme of things, rather minor improvements mm-hmm. that will do. But where they're going to get their biggest bang for their buck is understanding how to make proper impact and make it consistently. That's what's going to help them the most. And that's really where a majority of our golfers are, is they want a simple way to improve their game so mm-hmm. that they can enjoy it more, play with their friends, not be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to grow our game. Love it. I mean, this is, you guys are presenting at the PGA show this year, or you have a booth, you guys right. are Impact Zone booth. Is it, this is your first year? First year. Is this your first year at the show? It's our debut at is, the show. Personally, is this your first time, though? Have, have you, have I've you been here representing other companies before. This is your first mm-hmm. time? This is the first time that we have had our own business, our own company, and this is the reason why we're here. What do you think so far of the show? I mean, just It's been pretty the, cool. Uh, you know, first of all, I think the show is a great thing for golf. Mm-hmm. What's well, one-stop shopping for everything mm-hmm. you could possibly ever need, want, <laughs> look at in golf? It's here, <laughs> which is pretty cool. All under one huge, humongous roof. Um, and I think it's it's really fun to... I, I broke away a couple times, and I've had some people who uh, you know, bring devices and things over to me that are innovative, that are really cool. Uh, I think innovation's a great thing. I'm a, I love free enterprise. I love innovation. I love technology and seeing things to improve our lives and is a great thing. And it's all right here at the show. Now you're on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. You guys keep after me and say, we <laughs> tweet. We hung you. Yeah. You hung uh, me. But what is, what's your handle? You, you and my kids. <laughs> what, my handle? There's a handle on Twitter? <laughs> what's your name? Your name yeah, on your, Twitter. Your username. I don't know. You tell me. What's a username? <laughs> You're the ones that set it's, up my It's phone. not a password. <laughs> you set up your phone. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it B Clampett? Yeah, that's it. At B Clampett? At B Clampett. <clears throat> okay. 
tell all the listeners to make sure they follow you. Yeah, yeah. you tweet some great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I try one. to do. I try to do some different things. Like the other day, I was out running on the beach, and I had an all-time best three-mile run. Because you know, I use Endemundo, and I got my Nike Fuel Band, and I got my little Keeping Nike track. You know, thing that I put in my shoe. Yeah, I you're all like synced up. Mister High Tech, fifty-two-year-old guru <laughs> with the iPhone now. Walk running down the beach with my Bluetooth headset. Yeah. <laughs> Making Having, business deals on the way? Yeah. You know, yeah. talking on my phone, listening to music, and tracking my run via GPS track time that I can then tweet my times via Facebook it. and connect it all together. It's an That's amazing great. thing. Yeah. And you guys are part of the responsibility for turning me into one of these nerds. <laughs> what else do you do? You're on Twitter. Where else are you? Uh, Facebook. You're on Facebook. Got, yeah. My son, Michael, just uh, a couple weeks ago created... Uh, Bobby Clampett Live Ooh. Facebook page because okay, you know here was the deal. I, uh, my kids told me, Dad, you got to be Facebook. So I started Facebook, started taking on a bunch of friends. Next thing I know, I got five thousand friends and can't take anymore. And I got all these people mad at me because hey, we want to be your friend on Facebook. You <laughs> can't take anymore. So I don't know what to do. So Michael says, Dad you need another page and let me design it for you. So he, he puts me in and he creates Bobby Clampett live Facebook page. So now we're sending everybody to Bobby Clampett live and that's really becoming more my page because now that has an endless number. Of they don't limit you. Yeah. Perfect. That can join. Perfect. Yeah. That's okay. where we're, we're connected. So my tweets go there and, and we're sending people to Bobby Clampett live. Facebook. Perfect. What are you do YouTube? YouTube. Yeah, we have. Uh, well, you guys set it up. You, you put. Well, I know uh, you like Vimeo now too. I just didn't know if you abandoned YouTube. No, for Vimeo. well, Vimeo—that's a different story. But um, we have you send it and Vimeo and YouTube. But we have a YouTube channel with Impact Zone that you guys have to set up. Yeah, and the really cool thing is we're using that because our instructors we encourage them to also come on board and put some of their favorite swing tips on our YouTube channel, channel. Yeah. and uh, and do some unusual, some different things. So we, we post some things on our YouTube channel that's uh, it's free content and fun, and it won't replace our new video system. If you want to improve <laughs> your game, that's what's really going to improve it. But it gives you some, and gives our instructors a, a platform from which they can share with the world what they're some, doing. Some tidbits. Yeah. Okay. I do, do some different things in there. I show... Are you on Instagram? Who? Instagram? You're not, Instagram? How are you not on Instagram? Never You've even heard great of on Instagram. Instagram. Oh, we, we, we need to train you on that. You know, That's coming next. Did you guys yeah, invent he, that too? Because no. I know you oh, invented I, Facebook and Twitter. Because yeah. Instagram, you're yeah, the face, first ones I heard. Facebook <laughs> bought Instagram for a billion dollars in April. Just one, a billion. One, one a billion, billion even. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 would be, I would not be here probably. If we invented Instagram, yeah, I'd be Billy, you'd be in San Francisco. I'd be traveling. I'd be chilling. Yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the Bobby's on the web. Uh, yeah, it, well, yeah, BobbyClampett dot com or Impact Zone Worldwide Web Golf, golf. dot com. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but no, it's Instagram. Oh, we get, also have a new website, guys. Get Impact oh, Zone. Get, get Impact dot Zone. Com. That's right. Get Impact that's, Zone. That's uh, the DVD. That's the new DVD thing. Love it. Yeah. And that will soon be hosting the new 28-minute infomercial that uh, we're producing. 
that will go on the air at late nights on the Golf Channel because it's the only time you can do an infomercial <laughs> on the Golf Channel now is when, late at night. When can when is that going to be aired? I don't know, probably, Shortly, probably in the next two weeks. You got to take little snippets of that, thirty seconds, forty five seconds, yeah. and put that out on Twitter and Facebook to promote that. Yeah, just, they, they actually created a loop that we've been running in the booth this week in Ooh. the show that that takes uh, some of the moments that's going to be in the the infomercial. Okay. And also the 60-second commercial that's currently running. Nice. Yeah. Let's, let's back up, Eric. Yeah. Instagram. Instagram, yeah. yeah. You, you would be great on Instagram. Oh, yeah? Instagram oh, is, all, is all photos. All photos. But you, you, know, you travel a lot. You're, you do, like I said, only a little bit of booth stuff anymore. But when you're behind the scenes, like at the PGA or the Masters, or on the road, practice rounds, stuff like that. It's all photo. It's photo intensive. Yeah, this would be great. You just take a picture and share it. This would be people can this follow is you. For you. I share. I tweet pictures. What's the difference? You can tweet your Instagram picture. Yeah. Instagram, you can add a nice filter and it looks beautiful. So you can create instant beautiful photos. Really? That's kind of their thing. Yeah. And you're in such cool places all the time. Oh yeah. You know, chill on the island. So sun. yeah. So it's great. Look, people want to see this. When we're done here, we're gonna we'll set up Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> golly. So then you build, you'll build. you build. I just want to go play golf. <laughs> <laughs> when am your, I gonna have, have time? Your, have your caddy take photos. It will teach Mariana. Golly. You know? <laughs> is is Mariana traveling with you? Yeah, she's traveling with me. But maybe I got to get my caddy, Cliff, to get, really learn Cliff. how to do yeah, Instagram. Well, that it, would be good. I'll make him Instagram king. That would be good. Yeah. He can take photos. Of you, you know, because you do pro ams on the Champions Tour all the time. Is when? What what days are those? Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday and Thursday. Sometimes okay. Monday and Tuesdays too. Okay. I've actually had tournaments where I've played four pro ams before the tournament. <laughs> it's longer than the tournament. <laughs> when your sponsors invite. You become the tournament director's bitch. <laughs> and you have to do everything they ask you to do. So You're sometimes you play four pro-ams in a row, and you stand up to the first tee on Friday, and you're totally brain dead. <laughs> and you're expected to go win. It's a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Have your caddy to have Cliff. I'll, take Cliff. I'll have, have Cliff, Cliff be yes. an Instagram. You know the big poster at our booth? Mm-hmm. You, you didn't know this. I'm going to inform you on something. Okay. Mm. The big poster. The big picture of me with the sand coming up. Mm-hmm. You know who took that picture? I do. Who? Your wife. No. Oh. You got that one wrong. She, yeah, she's <laughs> the one that's... <laughs> wrong answer, Eric. Who took that photo? My caddy. Cliff took it. Cliff oh. took it. He took that photo with my wife's camera. Ah, I knew and it. And my <laughs> wife wasn't even there. Yeah. Now, that's the one on your homepage of your website. It is. I, yeah. Yeah, that's a great yeah. photo. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We, we went out one day in a practice round, and I told Cliff, I said, I like this setting. <laughs> and I said, just snap a couple pictures here. And instantly we had quality Ooh. photos. And in fact, on the DVD cover, all on each DVD. There's separate photos on each of the four DVDs, and they're all from that series of pictures. Is he getting credit for that? Is he getting no. kickbacks? You don't no. get royalties. He, conti- royalties? he, he yeah. continues to be employed. <laughs> the, you know, you know what else he doesn't like, get moved down the list of Bobby Clampett's next caddies. <laughs> I love it. You know what I also want to see? It was just a, a personal request. This year, another when you, one. Yeah, another one. Above Instagram. Above Instagram, you'll okay. up, is have Cliff. Cliff can do this. You don't even do this. Let Cliff do it. Um, is record little tips when you're playing the pro ams. You know what I do with all my pro am guys? What, what do you do? And actually, Golf Channel aired and did a little special on this because we're having fun with it. Um, 
We actually have, at Impact Zone now, we have our own V1 Academy. Ooh, Ooh I know. Yeah, yeah branded Ooh, Academy. <laughs> branded Academy. Yeah. And with my little iPhone 5 or my iPad 3, I take it out there, and while they're playing, I'll film them swinging. And then when I do, when we're done with the round, I give them a little brief 5-10 minute impact zone nice. introduction on clinic, teach them about the tic-tac-toe drill, and talk to them about a little strategy of improving their impact, improving their game. And then I send them a 5-minute V1 lesson about That's their awesome. swing. Nice. Are you impressed? I'm very impressed. Uh, yeah. That's, and that's and nice then I touch. use that. I will later use that, redo it, and use it for continuing ed with our online training. So You're I on top use, of it. So yeah. I can use it You're for our instructors very. to you take, take different scenarios of golf swings and talk about how to prioritize what to work on first and improve their games. I like it. Yeah. Pretty clever, huh? Fits in, you know? yeah. Hey, that's, see that's, what you've created. I am that's, becoming that's a, a computer <laughs> nerd. <laughs> yeah, and I know how to load it up on Vimeo and have it then <laughs> downloaded and all that kind of stuff. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, not mm. bad for a golfer. <laughs> Next thing, we're going to have you talking about JavaScript and CSS, writing your own and uh, you can start uh-huh. writing some code. <laughs> But Bobby, give, right. give us here because I know we, I know I don't want to keep you too long. Is but wrap us up with a little. You got any good boot stories like Peter Alice? Who, who are the, who are some of the good guys that that you like giving a hard time to or working with or? Oh my! You got, you got any? You got any PG ones? <laughs> PG stories? <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite stories is Ben Wright at the Masters. Sunday early morning, six o'clock. He was going to the bathroom and took out his dentures, and they fell into the toilet. And it got flushed down the toilet. So, you know, he's got to go on camera at the Masters in a few hours. He calls Frank Cherkinian, our beloved producer, and he, 6 o'clock in the morning, and he said, Frank, this is Ben Wright. I, I just flushed my dentures down the toilet. I don't know what to do. And Frank said, well, more words than not, I'm sure, but uh, you did what? And Ben said, I thought my answer's down in the toilet. So Frank said, I'll call you right back. So Frank, of course, lived in Augusta, Georgia, and woke up his dentist and said, we got a problem. Ben Wright just flushed his dentures down the toilet. How long does it take to make them a new set? Well, you can probably do it in a few hours. Have him meet me in the office at 8 o'clock. So sure enough, they uh, went to the office, and they got Ben a new set of dentures made, and Ben went on air as if nothing ever happened. Wow. But can you imagine what it was have been like with oh, Ben Wright man. on the air at the Masters without a set of dentures? Wow. What year was this? Oh. God, I don't know. This was actually even before my time. So this would have been, I think, late 80s. Let's see if we can find that footage. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on the page. Oh, we've had some good times, you know. Uh, it's been a, been a fun ride. Awesome. So you're doing Champions Tour full-time this year. Yep. People can follow you on Twitter. Yep. Two weeks to go till our tour starts. Where are you guys starting? Allianz in Boca. You're in Boca. 
Okay. Good luck this season. Yeah. Well, like Gary Player said, the harder you practice, the luckier you get. Yes. Well, that's the Love intention. It. Love it. Eric, we're uh, – well, Bobby, thank you, first of all. Yeah, thank, thank you for thank being you on the show. I appreciate, I appreciate what that. you guys have done for yeah. us. You guys have been great. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we're big fans of you. You know that. <laughs> we appreciate the love. Appreciate mm-hmm. lunch yesterday. Appreciate the love. <laughs> yeah, appreciate <laughs> lunch. Um, Eric, where can people find our stuff? You can find us on Twitter, at The Big Golf Show. Uh, find us on Facebook, at facebook.com forward slash The Big Golf Show. Or – you can go to thebiggolfshow.com. Or you just go to Google and type in The Big Golf Show. That's what I was going to say. Or, just well, bypass yeah. them all. Or you can just click on iTunes or Podcast app iTunes, on your iPhone. Podcast. And just type in The Big Golf Show and hit subscribe. Subscribe to our podcast. Our, all of our podcasts. You know, this is pretty impressive because yeah. I'm standing here in your booth, your broadcast booth, <laughs> in the presence of your T-shirts, all mm. monogrammed with the logo that say The Big Golf Show with a big microphone right, right there. there. That's, you, you know, all that's these for you. hats and everything. Yeah. This is oh for special guests. Yes. Well, yes, you can have these. I, really? I know you won't wear a T-shirt on tour, but maybe you know for running. Oh, like you put hey. Nike stuff on there you know on the lawn or. Maybe, you know. maybe if I set a new three-mile record on Endemundo. Uh, it'll be wearing my big golf yes. show T-shirt. Tweet that picture. And, uh-huh. yeah, I'm trying to break 24.55. That's my record nice. for three miles. So nice. Oh, yeah, try to Are you going to break that this, this week? Year? Oh, this week. This week. Oh, yeah, this okay. week. That's yeah. easy. That's what I'm hoping. It's you know, I, I've actually I felt like I've been inspired in my running, getting ready for the show, and I've broken my record twice in the last two nice. weeks. Um, and I think it was a lot due to just being inspired about the PGA show and all that and a lot of energy there. But now that it's over, I don't know. But maybe the, getting ready to play the tour will inspire yeah. me to break another record. I, I hope so. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> All okay. right. Yeah, again, thanks, and, Bob. And I'll tweet it, Instagram it, Facebook it, you send it, <laughs> Vimeo it, and... I don't know what else to it, but I'm sure you guys will come up with something. Pinterest. You didn't mention Pinterest, but we'll talk about that later. All right. Thanks, Bobby. All right.